Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here, you dirty dogs and beautiful souls. If you have to ask yourself which one you are, you're probably the dirty dogs, okay? You know, you just, not everybody can win, okay? You know, if you have to ask yourself the question of if we are the worst one or the better one, typically you're probably leaning towards the bad one. That's why I just always lean into I'm probably the bad one until somebody tells me otherwise, you know? That is my rule of thumb, and you should stick to it as well. Guys, everything's going good, isn't it? Everything's going good. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week. Hope you didn't have any surprises pop up on you. You know, hopefully your last two weeks went directly according to your plan. You laid out the plan and you went with it, you know. You know, I I, I had some hiccups. Uh, I shouldn't even say hiccups. You, you never know that something's coming. Like, you just know... You looking at it and you know it's coming and you're preparing yourself, but you just don't want to deal with it, you know. It, it, you just keep putting it off and you're trying to like just stay away, steer away from it. Uh, I had to get new tires again for the car. Uh, the black hooded beauty. She was she she needed a new pair of shoes. Needed a new pair of shoes, and I got them. Uh, dropped a little pretty penny on those, and it, it's fine. It, it was time. It was needed. Winter's coming. You know, that's always my favorite is whenever you're getting tires at this point in the year. It's November, and they're just and the guy's trying to convince you to buy new tires. He's like, I mean, it's probably a good thing. Winter's coming. You'll be set for the winter, man. You're going to be set for the winter. They, dude, once fucking October rolls around, they're like, finally, we got the winter pitch coming. It's the easiest lay. It's a layup. People coming in for tires, you know. Coming in for a patch, but they need new tires. We got the layup pitch, though. Winter's coming. You don't want to have bald tires in the winter. You know, even though black ice, you know, you can have the best tires ever, but black ice is still going to make your fucking car skid. You know, I, I, I've never seen an accident on TV uh, with the people afterwards when they're getting interviewed and they're just like, yeah, I hit a patch of black ice, but thank God I had new tires. Uh, it, it, that's what really saved my life here. If I had bald ones, it would have fucking been way worse. It might be. I don't know. It's all safety and stuff like that, but it is what it is. But I needed the new tires. I needed it because I was going on a long journey. And, uh, it's, I was, you know, not even that long of a journey. I drove two hours to Iowa City, you know. Went and saw my buddy Donnie Townsend. Shout out to Donnie. He got to, uh, open up the show for Kyle Kinane in Iowa City. It was a blast. It was a, such uh, a fun show to go see. Uh, never been to that theater in downtown Iowa City. And that was a pretty cool space. Pretty cool. Uh, it was great to see some live stand-up. Always good to see uh, really good comics like that. Um, it's inspiring. It's true inspiration. It all uh, and and by inspiring I mean it makes me go oh man I fucking suck. <laughs> There's no real like inspiration like man I just want to drive. It just makes me like bike. I'm driven by competitiveness, so I just want to kill harder than that guy did than Kyle Kinane did at that show. I, I'm like okay I gotta write better jokes so I can kill harder than that. It's just all ego, man. It was great though, and then we all kind of went out and about. Uh, There's some other Des comics there. Uh, Haley Call and uh, Cooper Patterson were there, and then it was Sam uh, Hershock and me, obviously. 
and we were just waiting, like and just hanging out and trying going around downtown Iowa City, and uh, I I I saw some things, and I'm glad to know most things don't change, in when it comes to college like lifestyle and uh, the round of, and how they do things. Like you're downtown, and it's you know it's mid November. And, uh, you know, people are still going out, you know, there's no snow on the ground or anything like that. It doesn't stop Iowans though. Like we, like when I was at Iowa state, we still went out and party when it was snowing out. And, uh, it, what the thing that doesn't, that doesn't change and it always surprised, like, I can't, I just don't understand this or anything. Okay. Ladies, you are by far the coldest of the genders. You're always cold and I get it. It's a, it's a biology thing. That is, it's just built into a thing. That's why you're fighting for those rights in uh, corporate America for them to turn the thermostat up. You know, uh, I understand you guys are cold all the time, but I don't understand how a lot of these women in college—they're out going to the bars, going to have a night out in the town. It's forty degrees outside, forty-five maybe tops. You know. And you're going to these bars, and they are dressed for the club, you know? Like, they are in crop tops, uh, you know, not wearing shoes that don't have socks. You know, you can see some towage, you know, just for those pervy dudes at the club to take a picture of their feet, an aerial picture, and uh, put it online, sell it like that, you know? That's it. They, you're just you're risking all of that. And you just, you're walking around. It's my favorite thing. They, I don't know why they can't wear a jacket to the club. They just don't want to lug it around, I guess. Or maybe they're just hoping some dude will be a gentleman. Maybe they're hoping chivalry isn't dead. I don't know. But every girl is walking around Iowa City, downtown, going around to these bars and the club, just like this, holding the elbow, tucking in the elbow, trying to stay warm as they're going between bars. <laughs> it never it's never n doesn't happen like they all do this there now i don't understand how you and i think they want to be in a sexy outfit or like a, a hot outfit looking good you know what i get that totally get that but you're telling me a jacket can't also be incorporated into that outfit just a little bit come on now like quit being cold like your dad is probably so angry at you. You've been, you know, you you sit at home under blankets and in in a in a hoodie and sweatpants, and you still say you're cold. But yeah, you're gonna go to the bars and drink your fucking ass off and wearing basically nothing. And that's cool. Do what you want, but you just can't complain about being cold. Then you made that decision at that point. You know, <laughs> there was a drag show going on, right? You know, it's uh, you know, it's it drag show. So, uh, people who are traditionally not women—I don't even know how you just like—I don't know what the PC terms anymore. Typically, dudes, but typically most of the time, gay men doing drag show. Like they're in women's clothing, and you know what? I'm pretty sure when they show up to the drag show, they're not in full garb right away. They show up, get ready there, and whatever. But you don't hear them complaining about being cold. You know. They're wearing the same thing. They'll out. Sometimes they wear better than you, ladies. That's just that. It's weird, and yeah, it's not my thing, but it's true. Yeah. So it's. Uh, but you didn't hear them complaining about it. They were just getting after it. They were just tearing down that drag show. 
it's always a, a weird thing to walk by a drag show when you weren't expecting to see it. Like normally you're like you're prepared to see that, but we were like walking by this. You had to go through this alleyway to get to this other bar that we we're going to, and you walk by and you just see a giant wig on a karaoke stage just singing her heart out, her, their heart out. I don't know, and just going to town. And then everybody else is in the club going crazy with them, and you're like, oh, okay, that's what that is. You just it takes you a second to process. Because I'm never in places where drag shows are going down. So when I see them going out, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what that is. I, just, I, I always got to think, figure it out, you know. So cool beans. Yeah, just ladies, wear a fucking jacket. I don't understand the problem. I guess they just want to steal a guy's hoodie at the end of the night. Maybe that's the thing. You just got to have a new set of hoodies by the end of the night. I think that's what like, most college girls think. That's, I, I don't think they own a single – I don't think they bought their own, like, college hoodies – ever for any sports team that they or any sports team that they like for that matter they've all acquired them from dudes like somehow it doesn't mean they slept with them no it just means they they coerce their way into getting those hoodies there's a lot of men who have lost their favorite hoodies because somehow the oh well woman talked them into giving it up and you're like god damn it dude being in iowa city though was it was interesting because I haven't been back there in quite a few years. Uh, I went there for like a football game one time with my dad a few years back, but like I hadn't been like to that part of town of Iowa City. Like, and I thought I'd never been to downtown Iowa City until we started walking around, and then I realized I started recognizing things from my drunken stupors down there. <laughs> like we walked into the pizza place that we go, they go get some pizza at the after the show, and. I walked in there and went, oh, I remember this place. Like, my brain was, like, instantly clicked in, like, oh, I've been here before. <laughs> and just had a flood of memories come in about being way too drunk trying to order pizza from those people. Uh, and I definitely just stumbled in there. And I think I almost got in a fight in there when I was in there. There's a lot of That's another reason why I never liked going to Iowa City when I was in college. Because every time I went there, somebody tried to fight me. Now... I only can tell things from my perspective. But from my perspective, I never did anything wrong. <laughs> okay? I never did. I, I, I was just like kind of I maybe bumped into somebody and said, my bad and sorry. And like it wasn't on purpose or anything. And then it escalated quickly. <laughs> you know? The only time I, I – honestly, the only thing I ever did in Iowa City that warranted a real ass whooping if like I would have got caught, which I didn't, uh, was I was in this – I just remember this like – neighbor like I was I got separated from my buddies and we're drinking and uh this is the rule of thumb if you guys want to be able to be the wanderer of your group of friends because there's always one I was the wanderer I was the guy who eventually just kind of left whatever party went to and started going around to other places right and uh if you want to be the wanderer but and keep the party going for yourself you just gotta be the booze guy too like, I was the one who would just wear the backpack filled with beer. And I would walk around. And then if it was, if my buddies didn't stick with me, well, they just didn't have any booze. And then I had booze to just hand out. I was like the candy man. I just was pulling beer out like, who needs a fucking beer? And I'm just the fucking man, you know? That's how you make friends and you get to go into other random parties, you know? Pro tip there. But uh, I remember going around... And I went into this one party. I was in. I was just drinking, and I was in one of those blackouts. Unfortunately, where you were going, I was going in and out. 
like I was seeing things. So I remember t talking to my buddy at one party, and then I remember kind of getting bored and wandering around, and then things went out. Then the next thing I know, I was in a completely different place in an apartment playing beer pong, and I was winning. <laughs> I had no idea. How it, and I was like, oh, God, what's – like, I just snapped back in and was like, okay, play it cool. Like, you act like you know what's going on here. So I'm just playing beer pong, throwing the ball. And then I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And after we won, I went to the bathroom. And I don't know what possessed me. I was going to the bathroom, and then as I was, like, washing my hands, which is so crazy that I was at a college party, and I actually, like, I was so drunk, I was still like, I got to wash my hands and make sure they're clean, you know. Typically, you pee, and you just walk out at that point. You're just that drunk. I was so drunk, I was still having manners. <laughs> but I remember seeing the drawer open, I like, just slightly open in the bathroom. And that's when I knew we were at, like, a dude's apartment. And uh, because there was just a ton of condoms in uh, in this drawer. And I opened the drawer and I took every single one of them. <laughs> I put them in that backpack and walked, shut that drawer and walked out of that bathroom. And uh, I, I often wondered if I caused any pregnancies. Like I might have caused somebody not to finish school. <laughs> I might have caused some people to have their lives interlinked for life because of that you know uh just because i was like oh condoms i'm gonna take those like i was treating this private residence where of these of these other college kids uh i treated their condom stash like it was the free bowl in the dorms <laughs> which don't ever use those ones just go buy condoms guys it's not even that weird People act like it's weird to buy condoms. It's not. It's super easy. You just walk in. Honestly, you should feel pretty cool about it because if you're going up to the counter with condoms, I don't know why you're embarrassed. It means you're about to fuck, dude, or you think you're going to. Either way, the potential's there. You know, everybody should salute that. Man or woman of the cashier should just look at them and be like, hey, Godspeed. I hope you do well. And you should do that for the ladies, too, when they buy condoms. You should salute them. Yeah. So and uh, I saw a bench that I got really where that I sat at when I was really lost in Iowa City. Like I I didn't know my way around that place. And I remember calling somebody, the only person I knew for sure that was still in Iowa City. And uh, she came and picked me up. She's a sweetheart. Shout out to Amy. She came and picked me up. Took me. We figured out how somehow where my buddy's place was. She dropped me off. Like what a nice person. She was an absolute gem. Uh, she she is a very sweet person. So, yeah, Iowa City, getting those flashbacks, dude. <laughs> dude, drunken flashbacks, like, make you, can do one of two things. Make you go, oh, man, that was a wild night. Or kind of make you fucking, like, get that cold sweat. You're like, oh, my God, what a fucking dickhead I was. Well, like, those, those can be fucking shameful. Oh, my God, they hurt sometimes. Just, like, the stupidity of your actions. Oh, man, being, uh, being 30 now, like, I almost that decade of twenty to uh, tw those nine years from twenty one to twenty nine, oh boy, there are some decisions made, and I don't know. I I I'm on the other end of them, but goddamn, uh, got real drunk and made an ass of myself a lot, and I apologize to a lot of those people. I'm that guy. I'll, I've shot a lot of. T I've I feel like I've had to shoot a lot of early morning texts. <laughs> Just like, hey, I'm fucking. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good trip, though. Nice little one-day trip to Iowa City. You know, just uh, saw some comedy. Always good. 
Yeah. I want to start traveling more, you know? That's what I want to do. I want to start checking shit out more. That's the, that's what we're really about. That's or that's what I want to be about, you know? Um, but I don't I want to also travel in style, you know? And um but I also don't want to be a dick. That's like the worst part about traveling. You ever like be I don't know any how much people other people have traveled like who listen to this or not. But like there's nothing worse than somebody who feels entitled. I saw an entitled person when I was at the fucking uh tires place getting my tires where this lady i don't know how long she was there or whatever but i i can't imagine it was that long uh but she literally just kept going up to the counter every five minutes going is my like what i don't understand what's taking so long with my mercedes over there and that's how i knew this lady was super entitled not about the mercedes but she was also wearing a michael kors coat like, that's a purse company. Like, and you have a coat made by them? That's some high-end fucking garbage that you think you are. And then she has a Michael Kors coat, of course. And, you know, she just put every five fucking seconds. And I hate those people. Like, you're just trying to make other people's jobs harder because you're being impatient. Now, I was being impatient. They took a while to fucking get mine. They lied to me. They were like, your car will be done by five. And I showed up at five. And they were like, oh, we haven't even put it, touched it yet. And I was like motherfucker god that's not what you fucking said but it is what it is i also understand people get busy it is whatever but i would never make i didn't make a scene and i didn't make any ridiculous requests but there are people who do it all the time when they uh uh when they're trying to get travel and they want to travel in style you know and that's when i found this thing and it and this is like I feel like a how-to guide of not how to be. Uh, you do the opposite of all these people, so you're not a dickhead. It's the most outrageous request celebrities have made on private jets. Flying first class is nothing compared to a luxury. Uh, these stars request. I've never flown first class. I would assume honestly when I walk by a pl- when I'm get on a plane and I see the first class, I don't see the appeal of sitting up there. I mean, there's a little extra leg room. I, unless it's completely different, I don't know anymore. But we're going to just figure out like what these outrageous claims were. Um, uh, it's perfect to avoid long. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. JetSmart is an on-demand private jet booking app that has uh, flown many Hollywood elites, including Kim Kardashian, Jamie Foxx, Fergie. Man, Fer- I haven't heard Fergie in a while. Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Um... Damon John, yeah, dude, fucking Shark Tank, what up? Um, and Ashley Benson, okay, I know this sidetrack. I don't know who that is, and I have to know now because if it's a name drop like that, who is Ashley Benson? Uh, Ashley Benson is an American actress, model, and singer. For oh, Pretty Little Liars. Okay, gotcha. All right, cool actress. Uh, for $10,000 a year, the company provides celebrity clientele, uh, with the ultimate access to their inventory. Uh, 10000 a year doesn't seem that bad for private jet, like, a private jet membership, if you have that kind of money. You know, and that seems like a great deal, to be honest. Uh, in addition to keeping paparazzi at bay, the private playing company will also cater to special, unique requests. All right, let's get into it. Uh, here are some of these wild uh, cl- uh, requests. Uh, one celebrity requests the entire plane be packed with white uh, Casablanca lilies. 
See, that doesn't make sense because where do you sit? If the entire plane's filled with flowers, then what if you want to, you got to make sure you got to find a pilot that's not, that doesn't have any allergies, you know? You got same with flight attendants. That's pretty that's pretty uh picky right there. That's a hard thing to find, you know. Yeah, especially right now there's a labor shortage, you know. I'm sure it's hard to find a uh a, a flight attendant or a pilot who doesn't have seasonal allergies if they need all those lilies in there. That's fucking insane. How, like you get, and then you got no room to walk. Also you, you just want flowers in there. Like, that's such a waste of money. I guess they're paying for it, but it's just so weird. Um, another request uh, to only stock the plane with Cool Ranch Doritos and sparkling ice kiwi strawberry. Now, that sounds like a Matthew McConaughey request. You know, he's got that Dorito deal. He did the 3D Doritos. He's like, I want nothing but Cool Ranch and kiwi strawberry. And I just need that in my playing you know and i will be real cool about it i'm just gonna be here munching on my cool ranch and sipping on my kiwi strawberry all right yeah can you take me to the university of texas i'm gonna be late for my class that sounds like a matthew mcconaughey move that i i can't prove that but you know what i'm, I'm sticking with it that's the claim it's Matthew McConaughey who likes Cool Ranch Doritos and sparkling ice kiwi. You know, he works hard enough. He works out hard enough. Like, he cuts back now and then on the private jet. You know, that's where he that's where he lets loose, you know. You know, there's no dietary restrictions in the sky. <laughs> All right, it's international dietary waters. Uh, that's not how, there's no water in the sky, Matthew. Hey, <laughs> when you're this cool, you don't have to worry about physics. <laughs> anyway. Uh, for one flight, all the windows were covered to ensure no natural light came in as the traveler requested complete darkness. I thought Dracula could turn into a bat and fly himself. I guess if you got to get there, you know, you can't make it in, in the 12 hours that it's night. You know, you definitely got to, uh, request the, the plane to be blacked out. That's definitely a vampire. Or maybe, um, that's how, maybe that's how, uh... What's his nuts from Twilight made sure he was so pale for the entire movie. He just was always, like, hanging out in dark places like that. Oh, man. Uh, there was a uh, celebrity who flies weekly across country with a team of stylists and spends the entire time trying on outfits, doing alterations, and laying out clothes for the upcoming week. I don't, like, if you're doing alterations and you're trying on outfits, that seems dangerous. Like, you hit turbulence, you're going to get a fucking needle in the fucking leg or something, you know? That doesn't seem safe that you're doing that on the private jet. Also, like, most private jets don't see, I know, like, when you see them in the movies, I'm assuming that's, like, a movie set, so it is bigger looking. I feel like planes, like, private jets aren't that big. Like, you would have to request a very big jet in order to lay out clothes and stuff like that. Especially to bring on wardrobes that you're going to try. Because that's, it, like, I've seen celebrities try on clothes. Like, that is, they, they have hundreds of racks. There's so much stuff. How does that not throw off the weight of the plane? I mean, the South by Southwest gets on your fucking ass if your bag's like one pound over. Even though we're literally going to throw it underneath the plane. It doesn't make sense. Anyhow. I don't understand how planes work, and I don't know physics, so.
You can call me Mac, Mac, Matthew McConaughey a podcast because I don't understand how physics works. Anyway, he probably does. You know, he's fucking cool enough. Matthew McConaughey probably knows how physics works and can have a complex conversation with fucking Stephen Hawking, uh, R.I.P. Actually, and even in death, he, Matthew McConaughey summons Stephen Hawking and has a physics talk with him. That's how fucking cool Matthew McConaughey is, okay? Damn. Anyway, uh, a couple once took a flight to nowhere, paying nearly seven figures for a six-hour flight where they ended up at the same location where they started. Uh, They had a very expensive bottle of wine, uh, mid-air spa treatment, expert skin care, a manicure pedicure. They brought a world-class chef on board and uh, bought... on one of the most wor- uh, on wait and brought on one of the world's most well-known opera singers to sing to them for an hour. Damn, dude. That that's uh that's balling out of control right there. Like you know, most people take like their car on like a nice little Sunday drive. They took a Sunday plane ride. They were like, hey, you know what? Let's just get out of the house for a little bit. Let's fucking let's head on over the jetway, you know. I'll, I'll, we'll, 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 just, uh, we'll just take a nice little ride in the sky, you know. Have a nice little bottle of wine. Get pampered a little bit, you know. We hear some tunes. Uh, <laughs> which I never get opera. Like, that doesn't... The acoustics inside of a private jet have to be terrible for an opera singer. He had to be kind of pissed. <laughs> He's just like, Figaro, Figaro. This sounds terrible. Don't make me do this in this cylindrical tube. <laughs> in the manicure pedicure, yet again, turbulence. Like, if like you're, you're getting your foot scraped or you're getting your, your toenails painted and the, you hit a bump. You just got a big old streak of nail polish up your fucking ankle now. That's not what you want. That's not relaxing. Although, how funny would it be if that plane crashed? Like, you're just, like, you got fucking cucumbers on your eyes. You're wearing a bathrobe. Just fucking like, yes, dude, I've made it. I'm so rich that I just decided to do a spa day in the sky. That I am fucking the man. I am killing it. My wife loves this shit. And then all of a sudden, you just hear, and you die in a bathrobe with cucumbers on your eyes. <laughs> oh, what a way to go, you know? That's the last that you you died in extreme luxury. <laughs> I get you know what there's worse way to go, you know. You could I get that that beats like how like my grandpa found a couple of his tenants in the, in his apartment complexes. That's like that's that's the complete opposite. Dying in a studio apartment <laughs> by yourself, uh, living paycheck to paycheck. You know, I guess you know what? I'll take the private jet death with cucumbers on my eyes. Uh, Alex, I'll take cucumber eye death for a thousand. <laughs> uh, one celebrity requested. Uh, also, I bet you they had. Sorry, real quick, going back to the last one. I bet you they had to do that because, like, you probably have to spend so much money. It's like it's ten grand to get the membership, but you have to spend so much money on flights each year. And so they were just like, well, we're just going to take one since we haven't used it this year. So, and here we go. Uh, One celebrity requested a private jet from New York to South Florida uh, for their cell phone. Well, that's because that cell phone also could 
obtain like the best cocaine in the world. That's all that is. There is no way a drug deal didn't happen there. Okay, <laughs> like you don't go from New York City to get a cell phone to uh, in South Florida. That's not all that. Drugs were exchanged there. Okay, you they can't put that there, but that's what that is. Okay, the the cell phone was a burner phone to get the best Colombian hookup ever. That's all that is. Another uh, charter uh, chartered f- a flight to ship uh, brick and bags and clothes back to their hometown after a shopping spree. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, fuck FedEx is going to take forever to take that. And then you have to have all your clothes on the fucking plane with the commoners stuff from Amazon? I don't think so. Okay? Uh, n- on one flight, there was only music played the entire flight. Uh, wait. The only music played the entire flight was uh, Lamp Laparis. I don't know what that is. What the fuck is that? Let's find out real quick. That's why we have the internet, so I can look up words. Oh, Liberace? That's how you say Liberace? No shit. I've never seen Liberace spelled out. Now I have, and I get it. That doesn't seem like a weird request. Like, just to have Liberace play the whole time? Why wouldn't you do that? Fuck it, right? Just let Liberace fucking sing your sing his heart out. If it was actually Liberace, like they brought him back to life. <laughs> they just have Frankenstein Liberace fucking playing a piano in a, <laughs> in a plane. Now that's outrageous, but otherwise, like, I don't know. I could do that right now. I could just be like, hey, Alexa, play Liberace for 17 hours straight. And they could do it. Uh, expert dog trainers were brought on one flight. Okay. Yeah. How else is your dog going to stay calm? You know, you have to have your emotional support trainer for your emotional support dog. You know, it's a, you just, it just keeps, the posse just keeps getting bigger. A food taster to make sure the catering fit the celebrity's taste palate. Yeah, that's fucking, that's garbage. I, I can't imagine. That's a amount of wealth that I will never understand. Like, you just, like, you have to have somebody there to try your food all the time. I, that's a bonkers thing to me. You're either very paranoid or a dickhead. <laughs> I need to make sure this tastes exactly how I want it. So this guy has been trained to literally, that sucks for that person. You've literally just only had to, like, train yourself to eat uh, what that person likes. I guess if you're getting paid pretty decent, you do it. I'm trying to think now. I'm I'm kind of like a notorious picky eater. I'm trying to think now if I what amount of money you could pay me to taste test like food for celebrities. Because I fucking hate ketchup, guys. I hate it so much. It's so gross. It's by far the grossest substance on earth. And if I, I'm trying to think if you if I had to taste test burgers or anything like oh my god i just don't like condiments so like i would be a terrible judge of that for them to be honest but like i think they'd pay enough just to watch me squirm (laughs) like maybe i'd get used to it you know like just exposure i'd finally get used to it i don't know uh yeah I, i but that sucks for that guy you literally have to train yourself to just like something another person likes but I guess that's what it is. You know what you don't have to train yourself to like? Punninggame.com. Because you already fucking love it, guys. You're here. You're listening to this show. 
punninggame.com, guys. We got everything. We got content coming at you every day throughout the week. Uh, check out the other shows on the website. You got Who Gives the F, uh, The Empty Parlor. You got the backlogs of all the other po- great podcasts we got. Fun Punk Gaming, guys. Uh, this podcast. Uh, check all that out. I appreciate it. If you want to watch the stuff, uh, any of my podcasts anyway, you want to go to Comic Way Taylor on YouTube. Uh, go to Comic Way Taylor. That's where you can find all the videos, all the fun stuff. Also, check out my half hour on YouTube, Wild Horses. It's great. Follow me on social media too. I've been posting some great stuff lately. You guys will love it. It's a good fun time. Um, it's uh, at Wade Taylor underscore WGAF. You can find all those links in the description down below, especially a link to this article as well. If you want to share this with some of your friends and make fun of weird celebrity quirks, you know. So check all that out. Also, don't forget to go to the Punning Game Shop. Get yourself some nice new swag for this upcoming holiday season. And don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD. That gets you free shipping at checkout. So don't forget to use that promo code, guys. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to Not Worth the Time. I'm Wade Taylor. Uh, We'll see you in a couple weeks. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.